how much money did the podcast make, but I made about all or nothing. It doesn't have to be 100% exactly how the science says. This is my goal. I have to achieve it. I was honestly surprised. It was my biggest episode ever. Didn't happen this year. It's going to happen next year. Tom Hardy, you're coming on the show. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Elbows Tight Podcast. It is the last episode of the year. I'm hoping you guys are cheering at home with me, too. It's the day after Christmas. Uh, my kids are down. My wife is out playing soccer. Um, I don't have anything else to do for the rest of the day. It is about, what time is it? I think it's like uh, 8 o'clock at night, 7.59 at night. Um, and, yeah, I just wanted to sit down and do a recap of the year and what has happened, uh, like, for the podcast and some of the big episodes this year and some of the episodes you might have missed. So sit back, relax, and uh, let's chit-chat about 2024. I mean, 2023 and 2024. <laughs> so uh, honestly, this was a big year for the podcast. I had some big episodes. And uh, let's see, where do we start it off at? Um, top five episodes. I'll start there. Number five this year was an honest conversation about ecological dynamics in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu with Kabir Bath. Episode 108, fantastic episode. Love chit-chatting with Kabir. Uh, like I mentioned at the beginning of that, that episode, one of the big topics right now in Jiu-Jitsu is, um, is ecological dynamics, right? So I wanted to chit chat with someone from the community that is pretty knowledgeable about it. And he's known like, if you guys haven't listened, uh, which most of you have, he's pretty knowledgeable, especially when it comes to implementing with kids. So that was really cool to talk with him. And a big takeaway that I learned from him is after talking or after listening to so many interviews with like uh, Greg Souders, you know, Greg Souders is like kind of like an absolutist when it comes to ecological dynamics. And after talking with Kabir, it made me feel like it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It doesn't have to be 100% exactly how the science says. And we can kind of like, um, what's his name? Kip Dale. Kip Dale's been going, or Kip Dale's been going around lately and spreading spreading his knowledge too and so it was really cool listening to to kabir talk about it and hear how he implements it and how uh as a coach what you're supposed to do now that you are no longer the arbiter of all knowledge you know so i really enjoyed that episode if you guys haven't listened to it even if you're not into the whole coaching science behind it kabir is just super knowledgeable was a blast to talk to and we had i think we chit chatted for like an hour and a half one of the longer episodes this year too and it, it was well it was well worth the time i plan on having more people from the ecological dynamics like crowd on the show because i'm still very much into wanting to know about it and learn about it so talking to more people about that it is going to be a blast and maybe one day I'll have I'll see if Greg Souders wants to come on and talk with him, um, because honestly he is you know the the man 
he is the one that is like the know-it-all within the community right now of um, ecological dynamics. So I really want to chit-chat with him about it. And that was that was episode number five. Great conversation. Once again, if you guys haven't listened to it, go talk. Go listen to it. Let me know what you think about it. And then number four was our episode with Josh McKinney and get inspired in your jujitsu journey. His conversation was really cool too, kind of similar to ecological dynamics. You know, Josh has his own mindset and frameworks for how to coach. And he does the designated winner, which was really cool to hear about because, you know, he likes to play games in his class where, you know, one person is going to be working and going to be the winner, designated winner. And then the other person is going to slowly, you know, just offer a little bit more resistance. So this person can build up confidence when it comes to uh, learning the technique. So that was cool to hear about it and how um, it's implemented into his his training regimen and how his students absolutely have loved it and how he's seen great success with it too. And one thing I really enjoyed listening to him about too is about when he talks about how he is more of a, a theoretical coach now, or, you know, he likes to use um, theories or concepts, conceptual, that's what I'm looking for, conceptual teacher. It was cool to hear him talk about how he doesn't go 100% conceptual with beginners because he feels like it, it's a little bit too much for them. And I kind of uh, have gone back and forth with thinking about that because I definitely thought for a while that, it, you know, conceptual teaching was too much for beginners. But I feel like if it's done within a way where it's consumable and digestible by a new person, well, we're not going deep into these underlining principles of jujitsu, more just surface value and how you should think about, you know, very simple minor things that will always be there in jujitsu. I think that is very valuable for beginners because we can we can as beginners and i'm even talking about myself because you know obviously i'm still a blue belt only been doing jiu-jitsu about five years but we as beginners or lower level practitioners can really get lost in the weeds when it comes to step-by-step -step techniques when it comes to uh, understanding exactly how a technique works and then the ins and outs of it and everything like that and it can be overwhelming for even the most seasoned people so to hear you know conceptual teaching he doesn't like to do it for 100 brand new people it was cool to hear but you know like i mentioned i've i've kind of agreed with that but kind of disagree with it now because i want to make sure that you know i'm 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 not an absolutist when it comes to anything you know what i mean like i kind of i want to be open-minded to everything so but then number three is with jake luigi another great one a white belt's guy to bjj instructionals if you guys have not checked out Less Impressed, More Involved on YouTube, Jake Luigi's channel, you are doing yourself a disservice. He does such great breakdowns of competition, BJJ, and how the, the top pros in our, our competitive scene are doing things and how they're so successful and how you can implement these, these ideas behind um, helping your game and helping others and it was so cool to hear him talk about what his favorite parts of jujitsu instructionals are because i'm not a big instructional person i think i've told you guys this before 
you know, I'm not, I'm not super big into instructionals. I'm not super big into um, things like that, except for like Jordan, like I always talk about Jordan Pressinger's theory course. I, I can't speak about it enough, how much I love it. And if you guys want, once again, links down below, if you want that. And to hear him talk about how to find a good instructional, what a good instructional has, what he sees in a good instructional, and then how how he breaks it all down in order to get the most value out of everything that he watches. Uh, man, game changer. Note, grab a notepad, start jotting down some stuff. And that was a, a fantastic episode. If you guys enjoyed that one, let me know what your favorite part of that one is too. Because it was, it was really cool to hear how he gets so analytical with, with his, his YouTube channel and breaking down of techniques. Uh, number two, it should be no surprise to anyone, uh, setting and achieving your goals with Jordan Pressinger. Very first episode of the year, grabbed that second place or grabbed that first place spot all the way through the year until I made episode in the number one spot. <laughs> and this uh, number, number two, though, Jordan, he's coming on the show again. He'll be on the show at the beginning of the 2024 kind of making it a ritual beginning of the year. Jordan comes on, chit chats with me. So we're going to have him on again. And the setting and achieving your goals with that episode, I was surprised not on how uh, knowledgeable Jordan was with how he sets and achieves goals, but how, how he just is so diligent and he is, He's like, he doesn't sit there and he doesn't plan everything out. He just knows what he wants to achieve and he does it, right? And for some people that'll work, for some people that that won't. But, you know, he's he's very much, I am going to do this. I don't care what it takes. This is my goal. I have to achieve it. When, you know, he made 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. Now he's almost up to two. He might even be at 200,000 subscribers at the time of this recording. Um, let me check. Yep. At the time of this recording, Jordan is at 200,000 subscribers on YouTube. Crazy. Crazy to think about. Um, and so he's going to be back on show. And, you know, having, having Jordan on regularly is great because he's such a high level or black belt and he drops so much knowledge every single time and i can't wait for our next conversation it'll be his third time on <laughs> most visited guest ever uh but yeah he was number two number one was if i were to start bjj in 2023 here's what i would focus on and honestly i'm going to do this episode again for 2024 because i feel like it has changed a little bit for me um, I was honestly surprised. It was my biggest episode ever, and uh, number wise, still is. I mean, it blows every episode out of the water. Even episode number one, you know, of Elbows Tight Podcast, it's the biggest episode I've ever done. And I think it was just me for like forty minutes giving some tips on what you should focus on. In my eyes, and uh, I'm very grateful that so many people listen to the episode. Like I'm, it's, I'm astonished how popular this episode is. And it makes me realize that people want to hear more of, you know, this content, this kind of content. Uh, and if you've, if you've noticed all of my top five episodes are not the biggest names, 
you you know what I mean? Like, but they're all like deep intellectual conversations about not techniques, not not who they are as a practitioner, their competition resume, uh, winning all these medals and whatnot. They're all people who are just delivering great knowledge to you guys at home and is providing a lot of value through your journey. Baby, the season for Fresh Cut is finally here with the today's sponsor of the show, Manscaped. The leader in the below-waist grooming has launched their fifth-generation lawnmower to help you avoid another silent night in the bedroom this year. Take care of your special snowflake with Manscaped and watch the South Pole shine like never before. Get the best stocking stuffer of all time by going to manscaped.com using code ETP20 for 20% off plus free shipping. Mrs. Claus would thank you. I've been using Manscaped products for, like I keep mentioning, years now, and I can't say enough good things about them. I love, love, love them. They have been a game changer for my grooming and has helped me build confidence on and off the mats knowing that i don't have a random mat charm or mat snack sneaking around in other people's mouths or eyes or whatever it is and i can't thank manscaped enough for that whether it's the lawnmower 5.0 the weed whacker 2.0 no ear hair trimmer the boxers 2.0 or any other amazing products that manscaped has I promise you, any man in your life is going to be happy. Get 20% off and free shipping with code ETP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using code ETP20. Say ho, ho, ho to a well-groomed mistletoe with Manscaped. Thank you, Manscaped, for sponsoring this episode. So that was super cool to see. So it lets me know that you guys don't care a lot about big names. You guys want substance. You guys want to know and grow with me like I'm trying to do when I talk to these people. So that's super cool. I want to thank you guys for that because it makes me realize I don't need to have the biggest names on. I don't need to be a lot. I don't need to be like a lot of these other podcasts, um, not not just jujitsu, but podcasts in general where they're trying to get the biggest, baddest names in show business and whatnot. Um, it's cool to see that you guys want to hear specific topics. You guys want to grow. You guys are, uh, I don't want to, you say you're using me to educate yourself, but I feel like with this top five episodes, you know, it's really showing me that you guys are trying to learn. You guys are trying to grow through the podcast, just like I am. So I appreciate that. Hopefully 2024, I can continue that for you guys and bring you as much value every single episode. Um, even if it's just a life update, you know, I, someone commented on Spotify on my last episode about how they love when I just chit chat about my life and how it makes it feel real and whatnot. So I thank you guys so much for that. Um, but that was the top five. Here goes five episodes this year that you probably missed. They weren't the biggest episodes of the year, but they were definitely great conversations. Number five, stop asking, why do I keep getting submitted? This was a two-part series um, where I broke down like 10 questions you should ask instead of these generic, typical questions that white belts ask. And when in the title I talk about, you know, one of the questions was, why do I keep getting submitted? I think, you know, all the questions that are in this episode are great for everyone because a lot of the times we'll sit there and be like, man, why am I getting submitted so much? Why am I getting submitted so much? Instead of asking, what what am I doing wrong to get submitted? You know what I mean? Instead of instead of 
uh, taking a mindset of trying to learn from your mistakes. Instead, uh, when you say, why do I keep getting submitted so much? It's kind of like you're not uh, analyzing the situation. You're kind of just like, kind of like it's to me it sounds like you're like throwing a towel like oh why do i keep getting submitted so much instead of really sitting down and trying to break down why you're doing it so that was a fantastic episode episode 110 it was two-parter uh you guys should definitely go listen to it and then number four uh or the second i'm not gonna say five there's just five of them <laughs> uh the next one you should listen to is my t- conversation with jonah weidenhoff and Golly, where are all my metalcore kids at? All my hardcore kids growing up, millennials, where are you at? You guys missed this opportunity to talk to Jonah Weinhofen from Bring Me the Horizon, Bleeding Through, freaking uh, drugs. Uh, dude, like he's been everywhere. You know, um, you guys got to go listen to him. Oh, I, how could I forget? I killed the prom queen. Great conversation. Uh, I grew up listening to his music, found out he was a pro belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, wanted to chit-chat with him about jiu-jitsu, fatherhood, Legos. Fun conversation, super down-to-earth guy. For someone that has been, you know, at the upper echelon of music, I'm, I feel like I use words sometimes that I don't actually think I'm using them correctly. Let me know if that's not how I'm supposed to use upper echelon, or even if I'm saying that right. Anyways, so he was at like the top of the game for music and toward the world and everything like that. And now he, you know, he's a dad, does jujitsu, super down to earth. Um, and I don't know, it was a lot of conversation or a lot of fun conversation or a very fun conversation. And I, I thought it was going to do a lot better than it did. Not saying that it did bad. All the episodes this year did great. Um, honestly, most episodes were within a couple hundred downloads of each other too so uh but number the next one that i'm going to talk about is how four years and a hundred episodes have of podcasts have changed my jiu-jitsu journey episode 100 once again i i kind of pulled everyone trying to find out what they wanted me to talk about for episode 100 because to me that was a huge milestone it still is a huge milestone and to think of this is like 120 i think i'm at 121 episodes now um it's just crazy to think about. And so what I wanted to do something special for episode 100. And so that's why I talked about how my life has changed because of the podcast, how, how my jujitsu journey has changed because of the podcast. And once again, not saying it did bad, but I, th- I honestly thought it was going to be more popular of an episode. <coughs> so that, that episode was a lot of fun. You guys should definitely go listen to it. And find out how things have changed for me. And maybe maybe you can relate through listening to this podcast. Next one, Inspiring Lives Through the Power of Jiu-Jitsu with Gustavo Dantes. Fifth degree black belt. J- runs the Jiu-Jitsu tribe uh, organization. Helps out less fortunate or dis- uh, the people in Brazil and the favelas you know, keeping them off the streets through Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. He builds academies, gives out free um, geese to kids in need. I mean, this a great conversation. Been doing Jiu-Jitsu, I don't know, 30, 40 years or something like that, like the 80s, started in the 80s. Uh, has a lot of history, especially in Arizona. You guys are missing out if you haven't listened to that episode. He was a, a lot of fun to talk to. And it was like talking to a piece of history, you know what I mean? Because 
he's 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 a fifth degree black belt. That's that's a black belt for a long time. <laughs> so he has a lot of knowledge and a lot of experience. Finally, the episode you guys probably missed is uh, the love for coaching competition insight and training while pregnant with Mary Daisy Held. She is a new mother, and you know. My episode, my audience is predominantly male, but I do try to make sure I make content for everyone, including, you know, females, even though they're a very small part of not a very small part. They're about a quarter, quarter, three quarters of the or not a quarter to a third of the audience, depending on episodes. Um, so I wanted to make sure that I'm still creating content for everyone. And so she had just had a baby. I saw a video of her on YouTube doing a half guard knee shield belly big old pregnant belly and i was like super inspired to talk to her because you know there's a lot of stigma behind women can't do certain things when they're pregnant and to some sense they can't just to be honest and some some things it's just you know not the cultural norm to see someone doing brazilian jiu-jitsu while pregnant as long as they're being safe and their training partners are being safe so that was a fun conversation she was episode 107. Go listen to it. It's amazing. Good conversation. She was a lot of fun to chit-chat with. Um, but yeah, those are five episodes that you guys probably missed because they weren't the highest numbers <laughs> this year. Uh, speaking of numbers, I'm going to get into... I'm going to be a little transparent with you guys, okay? I'm going to talk about uh, a generalized how much money the podcast made, how many downloads we had this year, biggest month. And uh, kind of like what the um, what the money goes to for the podcast. Uh, I won't I won't give exact numbers. Um, I'll give you guys a rough estimate just so you understand. And kind of like where's the money coming from? And then I'm gonna go into my goals. So for 2023, I don't. I feel like this is kind of frowned upon talking about your numbers. And I'm not trying to be. I just want to preface this with I'm not trying to be braggadocious. I'm not trying to say my podcast makes a lot of money, gets a lot of downloads because it doesn't. It doesn't, but um, I figured you guys might want to know. I've been doing this for four years, and I've never told people except for in private messages, uh, and I don't really see anyone else doing it. So uh, I want you guys to know, you know what I mean? Like, Because then if I let you know my goals, because um, then I tell you where the podcast is at now, I don't know, maybe you can help out with, few, with these goals for next year. So for... Uh, the total downloads of in 2023, as of um, the 20th, the 22nd of this month, I was just under 60,000 downloads for the year. Pretty good. I'm pretty happy about that. But it's even more badass because that's over half my downloads, my lifetime downloads in just this year. That's how big of a year it was for me. Uh, June 2023 was my biggest month with over 6,000 downloads, unique downloads that month alone banging month couldn't believe it haven't reached it since and it's just kind of like slowly going back down it was i don't know what it was in june that phew, it was a huge month uh maybe i got a, a bunch of new listeners so we're just when you guys know when you find when a new listener listens to the show typically sometimes it downloads all of the episodes so i'll get like a massive spike uh from this person one person downloading a hundred and something episodes uh, so that that helps out a lot too. So if I get two or three of those in a month, then that's a lot of downloads, right? And then uh, to be transparent, once again, 
how much money did the podcast make? If you guys don't want to hear about this, you can just fast forward. But I made about five grand. The podcast made about five grand last year. Uh, most of it was from sponsorships. Uh, the predominant one being Manscaped. That's why, you know, guys, I know you guys don't like sponsors, but it is a necessity for the show. I can't, I can't do everything out of pocket. Otherwise, my wife would probably divorce me. So with that, um, that money, about 5000 you know, most of it coming from Manscaped or the other sponsors like Waterboy, Kudo Popcorn. Uh, who else did I work with this year? Um, I mean, I, we worked with so many brands this year. I couldn't even freaking believe it. Uh, but yeah. And then, you know, I made about 60, 70 bucks in merch. Merch isn't necessarily a big cash bank for me. Um, I do it more along the lines to, I don't know, make a little bit but also so you guys if you want to support and you don't want to spend something on one of the sponsors and you just want to wear a, a sick t-shirt that i've designed then that's cool you know or if you just want to listen to the show and share it with someone that's cool too no, i don't ever want you guys to think that there's any you know obligation to support financially uh because there's not i'll still do the podcast even if i don't make a single dollar you know what i mean um it would just be a little bit harder to to keep some of the standards that I have now because uh, you know like the with the editor I you know I've spent I spent more than five thousand dollars this year on the podcast just throwing that out there and half almost over half of the money just went to editors this year between short form content you know I have an editor now that does this uh, Dan once again thank you Dan for doing this and you know over half of that has been through Dan, Ben, you, Fiverr, you know, uh, new logo. So there's that's where the money's kind of been going. And then also I bought some new gear, bought a new camera, you know, the Sony a6700, bought a teleprompter, some wireless mics, uh, some things to make content easier. And uh, so, yeah, that's that's about where the money has gone this year. But the the last thing I kind of want to talk about are my goals for 2024. And some of this might surprise you. Some of it might not. Um, but number one goal is I kind of don't really want to do sponsors anymore. It's super cool to work with brands. And I never thought in a million years I would ever work with brands like Manscaped or Caldera Labs or Kudo Popcorn, Waterboy. Like I never thought in a million years I would work for brands. And I'm beyond humble that these companies are entrusting me to, you know, promote their products that I enjoy. Um, some of them I find out when they come asking for sponsorships and I try them out for a couple of weeks and I'm like, this stuff is awesome. Like I had never heard of Kudo popcorn. They sent me a box and I was like, this is delicious. Yes, I will. I will freaking uh, support you guys for a couple months, but I want to be completely crowdfunded one day and through once I get monetized on YouTube or if I can start a Patreon or some way to get, you know, the community to support the podcast financially, I would much rather do that because then I don't have to interrupt you with ads like for Manscaped. But yeah, so crowdfunding to be great. Number two, I want to start a discord channel and get the Facebook group over 100 members. Right now we have been stuck at 77 members, which is still crazy to think about. I'm forever grateful of that. Um, 
but I would love to get it 100, 150 members by the end of 2024. So if you guys haven't joined the Facebook group, make sure you guys go down below and join the Facebook group. I know a lot of people don't like Facebook, and that's why I want to start a Discord channel because I, I also feel like a Discord channel is a little bit more of a live environment than a Facebook group because you can have chats as to where like a Facebook group is more like post and everyone comments on the post as to where if you want, if you have a discord, people could just chat, you know, it's like a, it's like a form or it's a, a chat room, like, you know, AOL or Yahoo chat rooms or whatever, you know, ASL, ASX location, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> So that's my goals for the the Facebook and I want to start a discord. I just need to find a time to do the discord, uh, for the Instagram. I would love to have over 10,000 followers on Instagram. That'd be great. I'd love to have a thousand followers on TikTok, and I would love to be monetized on YouTube right as of today. I was at a thousand subscribers earlier on YouTube. Now I'm back to 999. Um, so I would love to be a thousand Oh, you know, 2000 subscribers on YouTube, but the subscriber count doesn't necessarily matter. Just so you guys know what you need to be on YouTube's, uh, to get monetized, fully monetized is a thousand subscribers, um, three videos posted within the last month. And then it's 5,000 watch hours. So 5,000 watch hours is a lot. And I'm usually around half every single year. Um, so I need to start making more content, more short form content in the sense of like YouTube videos and, uh, and then start, you know, hopefully that'll happen this year. And if I were to make shorts, purely shorts, it's 10 million watch hours in shorts. Crazy, right? Um, I would also like to start hosting a live, like monthly show on YouTube or Twitch or wherever, uh, I would love to be able to interact with you guys live. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that'd be a lot, a lot of fun. I think it'd be cool to have the community come together and, and, you know, maybe watch parties or, uh, I could like review what's going on in the jujitsu community. Um, I can, you know, watch, Instagram reels that I thought was crazy and share it with you guys and, you know, talk about some of my, my goats within the industry or whatever it is. I don't know. We can talk about music. I don't, I don't freaking know, but you know, I kind of want to have a monthly live, which would be a lot of fun starting next month. Maybe, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Life is super crazy right now, especially working swings. So I would like to also be more active in the community with you guys. And that's why I kind of think Discord will be will help with this. I post maybe uh, if you guys are in the Facebook group, you see that I have like their automatic posts every week. Mon I think it's uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I have pretty much a post uh, where everyone kind of comments on it. And, you know, we don't have all 77 people commenting on it, but I don't expect that. But we have probably a good amount, 10, 15 people typically comment on uh the facebook post and it's everyone's pretty active the active ones are very active um but i mean i'm in a bunch of facebook groups i don't even talk in at all you know what i mean i just i just scroll through and see and see posts so but i want to be more active in the community whether it's on the community page on youtube whether it's a discord or the facebook group uh i want to be able to have more merch and patches to give or trade with you guys. Uh, the way our merch works now is it's through spring.com and it's 
order by demand or demand by order, whatever it is. So you place an order, they make the shirt and send it off. So I don't have to front any capital for it. But I would love, 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 love to be able to have a stockpile of merch that I can just send off to people to trade, you know, or say thank you for, you know, being active in the community or something like that. Uh, I would freaking love that. That would be amazing if I could do that. And maybe someone out in the community knows a way I can do this or has some connections with someone that can help me out with this. And if so, you will be the first shirt. <laughs> I will send you the first shirt, the first mug, whatever you want. Uh, another for the, rounding it off here. Last two goals for 2024. I want to break 250,000 downloads, unique downloads for the podcast. Uh, we're about a little under halfway there. Um, and that's just, I would just love to see that. It just means I've grown that much. And then number 10, didn't happen this year. It's going to happen next year. Tom Hardy, you're coming on the show. That's it. I just want Tom Hardy to come on. Or... My praying hands, if you aren't watching, praying hands. Tom Hardy versus Mario Lopez. UFC fight pass. Main event. Just saying. Just saying. We could have like Craig Jones and and Gordon Ryan on the undercard or, you know, co-main event. Because I think people would watch Tom Hardy, Mario Lopez a lot more. Let me know what you think. <laughs> and who would win? Comment down below who would win. So thank you guys so much for listening and watching at home. If you made it all the way to the EBI overtime, let me know. Don't forget, check out all the sponsors down below. Go to join our Facebook page. Uh, I don't know, everything. Leave me a five-star review. I got a really nice five-star review the other day. Hold on one second. I'll bring it up. All right, so the newest podcast review, five stars. Thank you so much. This, I, was, I was so humbled by this review. I literally read it to my wife. Travis puts out an incredible jujitsu podcast that always makes me rethink things I thought I knew. I DM'd him recently and he was quick to respond, a thoughtful response, which was amazing. He is 100% real and I'm thankful for his commitment to the jujitsu community and for putting out this podcast. Thank you so much, Anchi B. Anchi? I think it's Anchi B. For that incredible review. If you guys leave me a five star review, I'll read it on the show. Or if you want to shoot me a message, obviously I get back to you as fast as I can. And I'll I'll offer you whatever little uh, advice I have. So thank you guys so much for listening watching at home. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this year and had a blast with me because I know I did. And I'm so thankful for you guys. So uh, remember, no oil checks here. Peace.